as I mentioned earlier, I'm chatting today about teenagers going to Israel or elsewhere overseas to study. My name is Ruth Baynard, and on the line with me, I have 19-year-old Luke Buchner. Good morning, Luke. Hello. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. Luke, we're going to chat a little bit about your experience and what's happened with you studying overseas. Firstly, can you tell me where about did you go to study? Uh, I went to uh, Wayne, Nebraska, and yeah, well, Wayne State College in Nebraska. Okay, and you matriculated in 2020. So how did it come about that you decided to go to Wayne's College? Uh, so we we were just relaxing at school the one day and our hello teacher, who's very proactive in helping us find like colleges and routes to study, came to us and he just spoke to us about saying they have this this agency coming to speak to us about studying in the States. And I thought, it sounds interesting. So I phoned my dad. He came through to the school. And then we attended the thing and or the meeting. And they basically explained their process of how they help kids doing sports and not doing sports get across to the States to study. Specifically, okay. Yeah. Okay. And and if I understand correctly, you went on a rugby. Was it a scholarship or how did? Uh, no, I didn't have a scholarship. I was just uh, on the. I was offered to play on the team. Oh, uh, okay. And, and I was also a way to study then in the states oh, right. without playing on the team. Okay. And then what course was it that you decided you were going to do there? In, uh, I was in wanting to study uh, mechanical engineering, but I I accidentally signed up for the wrong degree. And I signed up for an engineering technology degree, which is basically one under engineering. Oh, my goodness. So I want to actually unpack that. But before we get to that, just tell me about the preparation and all the stuff that you did prior to actually leaving to go to Nebraska. Um, So obviously with the agency and being obviously a rugby player, there was a lot of sending in game footage and setting up a profile for the coaches to scout us. And once that whole process comes through and you've accepted your offers and stuff, basically you just follow the normal application of a student, but just from an international standpoint. And a lot of the colleges specifically, I know we had a representative who helped us with all of our documents and stuff. So we applied as a normal student. I wrote my essays to get in. I sent my marks. I think the chance of it boosted because they wanted us to come play sports. So right. once we sent in all our stuff, we sent our housing applications. Uh, and then they basically would send us specific forms, like we had our 20 documents we needed to get our visas. But the whole time, the agency that we were with for the sports was helping us, as well as the representative. They both really knew the process, so okay. they were very assistive. So like right. when we were a bit stuck on trying to organize the visas, they were really helpful in organizing that. That's fantastic. And how long did that whole process take? I think we accepted the offer for Wayne in about March. Um, and once application and stuff was through and we had booked our visa, all in all, it took us about three months, four months. But honestly, we could have probably done it. The visa, probably it's just the waiting periods of like waiting to get your appointment because you have to then point, you have to like email and ask to say it's a priority, a priority visa because you're going to study and you obviously have a start date for school and then you get it. But otherwise than that, it was a fairly easy process. doesn't take too long. Yeah. Right. And in terms of your own personal preparation, what did you find that helped you that when you got there, stuff that you'd done here, for example, maybe packing specific clothing? And what did you realize when you got there that you should have maybe done that you didn't? 
Um, so the one thing we definitely knew is that winter was going to be cold there. So we didn't really buy winter gear here. We were going to, we bought as we did, we bought winter gear there just because it was going to be more like suit for their climates and stuff. Um, but one of the biggest things I did was I packed as much of my summer clothing and just my clothing and my hoodies and like stuff I'd use even through winter. And I packed a lot of my stuff that I put in my bags. And I took a few like personal possessions with me just so, because I knew homesickness was going to be a factor being away from right. home for so long and not being able to drive down the road or drive a few hours to see family. So I took a few personal possessions with me. And I think a lot of it is you can, you'll, you'll take your clothes with and stuff. But the biggest thing is it's more of a mental preparation thing. You've just got to understand that you're not going to see these people for a while, but it's overall for the best because you're putting yourself in a good place to succeed. Correct. And you made the decision. It wasn't that your parents pushed you, which is, I think, no, half no, the battle No, it was completely won. my decision the whole time. My parents at points, uh, they would always check with me. They'd say, no matter how much money we've put into this investment, if you want to pull out now, we can pull out now. If you want to proceed, we'll proceed. So the whole, the whole time it was my option whether I wanted to right. go So now chat to us and tell me what actually happened when you got there and you said that you actually landed up registering for the wrong course. Just talk us through the whole process of what actually happened when you got Um, there. So we have like advisors that assist us. They're very knowledgeable in like that in the careers and uh, the degrees there of your specific department. So I went to speak to my advisor, uh, sorting out my classes and just like seeing like a plan for the future of what classes we're going to take next semester and the following semesters. And I kind of spoke to him. I said, is this the right like engineering degree? And he explained to me that I was actually in the like engineering degree below because Wayne itself didn't have a full engineering degree being a smaller college. So they had a two year engineering degree that you would then transfer to a larger college and finish off your engineering degree. So once we realized that we looked at a number of options of doing the two year pre-engineering degree while doing the normal engineering technology degree. And then basically once I had a job and stuff, I could fund my last two years of study to become an engineer myself. Um, We also looked at just pursuing the one, we looked at pursuing the other. But once we saw what the transfer fees were, I think it was close on $40,000 a year, we decided it was a little bit out of budget. So we uh, then decided to rather come back to SA and study here and having just gained a lot of experience from being overseas. Right. And do you think that that mistake or that when you got there and you discovered it wasn't the course that you actually thought it was, who do you think the onus was? Was it you guys or was it the college? Bit of both. I don't think it was. I don't think it was on one person because we had obviously when I was registering, I didn't realize they didn't have a pre like a full engineering degree. It wasn't really explained. So when I applied, because it was in the early stages, I applied for what I thought was the correct engineering degree. And now I did send an email to to confirm, but I confirmed with the agency, which was my mistake. I should have confirmed with the college because uh, the college would have been able to tell me. And they told, the agency told me I was in the right degree. So that's where we left it. So it was more, uh, I just made an error of not checking with the right people to confirm it. Right. Okay. And do you regret having gone there? No, not at all. No, the life experience and the friendships I made and just the memories I made overall were 100%, 100% worth the money we spent. Okay. And Luke, last question. What would you advise someone wanting to study overseas? What little tips can you give? If you're going to do it, do it properly. Don't don't be scared to experience 
it's, it's a different culture completely. I know we see America and we think it's just America, but the culture is completely different. The people are very interesting. I think if you get over there, it's going to be a stressful, stressful process to get over there. It's going to be lots of phone calls. There's going to be lots of forms you have to fill out. But I think 100%, no doubt in my mind, it's one of the best things you can do as a young teen because it sets you up with so much more. Like if I compare myself now to before I left, the amount of confidence I have to deal with people because when I got there, I forced myself to be social and I built a lot of friendships. I think it's one of the best things a young teen can do because you have the ability to then branch out your young, you make connections and you really learn a lot about yourself and learn how independent you can be when you're on your own in another country. So it's almost like you actually learned even from having the wrong experience, for lack of a better word, you still learned and had that life experience. And do you think that it also showed you that the direction that you're taking is the right direction? Yeah, it definitely showed me through the few classes I had while I was there, um, just to the playing rugby with the guys when I was there on the team. It really just showed me that this is, the, the life I want to live is, is like living an adventurous life, trying new things, meeting people, really putting myself in my comfort zone to grow as a person. And I think, yeah, like I said earlier, being someone fresh out of high school, even slightly a few years out, the best thing you can do for yourself is travel because you remove yourself from that dependency on your parents. They're not there to fix every small problem for you. So it really right, so, puts on you to be an okay. adult. So, it really what you s- so what you're saying is that now that you're back, you're actually doing your own washing and cooking your own meals, hey? Uh, well, meals, my parents. We, we rotate, so I'm cooking. I'm cooking about twice a week at the moment. Um, but you know, like, uh, if I need clothes done, I'll just wash the clothes. Or uh, I sort a lot of my own stuff out now. I don't really rely on my parents to organise. Like I organise all my, like I've organised my own jobs. Whereas before I left, my parents were helping me organise, and now I've got the knowledge, and I can back myself in the ability to get these jobs. Okay, so there's one way to get your teenager independence, send them overseas for six months and uh, there you go. When they come back, they'll be doing their own cooking and their own washing. So I've been chatting with Luke Buchner about his experiences studying overseas. Don't go anywhere. When we come back, I'll be chatting with a mom who has a son studying in Israel. You're listening to 101.9 High FM.